what a great audience. Uh, yeah, light speed? Hey, hey, I do not want to live in Rainbow Land, and you can't make me live in Rainbow Land! Fictitious place. I was eight when I wrote it. It's, it's right here. It's, it's communist manifesto. I won't go to Don't worry, what he's looking at you. Is he pointing at me? Sure, the fuck is. Pam, you're a communist. You fucking shit about me again? What? What are you pointing at me? You talking to me? Fucking dickhead. Who's doing it? Who are you talking to? No, no, no! Your nickname in school is Tickle Shit. Shut your ass, Marty! Go for his hair! You do not touch my hair! My hair. It's a $900 haircut. Have a talk about that. Don't talk about that. I think that's when he slaps the dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, tickle shit's got me. Uh, it's, it's so funny. It, if I remember watching that. Um, watch the movie yeah. and he's like uh, you see in the scene where he's like I don't want to live in Rainbow Land and you can't but he's reading from his hand <laughs> I didn't know the that. guy who's like in the audience yeah. saying the thing it was a plant oh, I man. think he's like I don't want to live in Rainbow Land and you can't he's just like it's all in it. it's so uh, classic that's such a classic do it yeah the good stuff Phil welcome happy to be here yeah man we've been <laughs> eating Ice soup and mm. talking about some TOEs and mm-hmm. some Red Power God stuff. Oh yeah! Speaking of Red Power Gods, yeah. I'm loving the uh, the festive sweater you got on. <laughs> by the way, it's Christmas, baby. I'm loving it, Let's dude. Go. Perfect. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And like December first, I gotta wear this. A hundred percent. Long time coming. I'm so excited to podcast with you. Mm-hmm. We got good things to talk about, yeah. and uh, we were supposed to do this like three weeks ago, mm. and never got to it, yeah. but now we're here. I've just been sitting by your doorstep waiting for you to go home. <laughs> Timmin. <laughs> Hello. Timmin. Yeah, you texted me a couple times. Hey, Timmin, are you, uh, <laughs> how's Kansas? How are you doing? <laughs> oh, that's good, brother. We're doing good. We're drinking milkshakes and beers. Milkshakes and beers. Mm-hmm. Interesting combo. Yeah. I'm loving it. Milkshakes are slapping. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm here for that. Um, so tell me, tell me something, Phil. Shoot. Why, why do you hate First Fridays? The, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> the First Fridays are an abomination to the people of Goshen. Okay. Here's why. I, I'm not disagreeing. I'd love to hear this. Tell me. Okay. First of all, right, they're just low rent cut rate fares. Okay. Okay. Yep. We've already got a fare. That's already a problem. We don't need more fares. We don't need a once a month fare. Yeah. And I don't need a bunch of people making it impossible for me to just go home. You know? <laughs> yeah. I've, I've received two texts 
uh-huh. uh, from you. Both times I was traveling, doing something, mm-hmm. so I wasn't home to help you out in your time of distress. <laughs> I needed directions <laughs> from you just so I could get it from one end of the city to my house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was just imagine this. You get off of a, a like four-hour plane ride. You've been up since two thirty in the morning. You got to poop. You just want to go home. <laughs> you just, you just want to be in your own home. Yeah, but you can't because the city is blocked off both entrances to the street you live on. <laughs> yeah, completely cut off. Completely cut off. Yeah, and there is one way, but there's construction, so you can't go to the main. <laughs> it's just like you are done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I navigated you through. I got you through, bro. <laughs> barely. I barely made it. Yeah, you were not. I was like taking screenshots of my Apple, like my mm-hmm. maps, yeah. and then drawing, and then sending you, like, go this route, and then take a left on this, and go through here, and jog that way. By the time I got home, I made it up my stairs, and I fell asleep for like three hours on my porch. Oh, I wow. didn't even, like, I put the key in. I woke up to my, like, a car keys or whatever, or like my set of keys door. in the door. I never got a chance to unlock it. I just oh, sat man. down and passed. Where'd out. you poop? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would have well been there. But yeah, uh, a Porsche yeah. poop, no mm-hmm. big deal. I just, I don't understand. With a city with so many, like, uh, like they took uh, not necessarily took the time, but they they built public parking lots all over the city, right. You're telling me that many people show up to like one street of activities? So, one time you get back from a wedding, mm-hmm. and this is your, you were up at 2 a.m., flew in mm-hmm. all the way from 18, 20 hours away from here. You mm-hmm. get in Florida. You, yeah. Florida, and you cannot get to your house. Mm-hmm. You can't park in the place. You have to park somewhere else. You have to get there. And, and that's when I navigated you through the city. Makes me mad just thinking about it. Right. The second time, <laughs> this is the second text I get from you, <laughs> is just a rant. Like, th- th- I should find it. Oh. I should, my phone's <laughs> Did recording. I go off? <laughs> you went off. It was like a paragraph of the, the, the. This was, um, I think this was last month. Mm, maybe. Maybe two oh, months yeah, ago. Yeah, no, because yeah. it was like November. Because I keep forgetting that the first Fridays are a thing because there was such, like, I'm so used to, I think I'm still used to, like, when COVID was around, when I could just get to my house and there was no, like, right. there's no problems. Yeah. There's no people. It's great. And yeah. then all of a sudden, just, I got a long day of work, just trying to get home. Right. It's still light out. It's a normal day. And here I am, driving around town <laughs> for three and a half hours, just trying <laughs> to find a place to park. Yeah. And nowhere near my house. Where do I find a, spa- a place to park? Four streets over, yeah. I had to park in the parking lot next to your house yeah. and walk all the way back to my house, like well, four blocks, three duck blocks. walking because surprise, surprise, <laughs> I had to poop. <laughs> Happens to me a lot. Yeah. No, I. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was hilarious when uh-huh. you were telling me about that. That would be frustrating. You uh-huh. have, and you're a renter, so it's like you don't even have, you're on the I, second, see, I have second to park. story of a place, so yeah. you don't have a. I, say, I have to park on the street. Yeah. I have no choice. Yeah, it's the only spot oh. you can park. Yeah, that's frustrating. I'll have to say about that night. Thank goodness they moved out of the way because at one point I'm like shuffling down the sidewalk and here comes a family laughing, having a good time. Little kids got cotton candy. Oh. I'm headed right for them and I'm not moving. Somebody's going to get hit. Oh. Thank oh God they just happened to be close enough to that car <laughs> where they moved because I was going to knock over a little girl oh and just destroy word. her little cotton candy. Imagine. Uh-huh. You just had a great first Friday uh-huh. and then this 
dude comes out of the dark, <laughs> Here comes smelling like farts, pushes uh-huh. you propelled, propelled completely by farts, yeah, angrier than sin, yeah, <laughs> just pushes the little girl over. Uh-huh. That would be hilarious <laughs> from for me, not yeah. so much for yeah, her. Be very, they would never go the first Fridays oh. again, which would probably be a good thing. I should start doing that. <laughs> yeah. I should start terrorizing the people uh. who show up at first Fridays. <laughs> uh, it's doable. Mm. Yeah. All you have to do is hand out gospel tracks. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna start leaving out those like half like fifty dollar bills where right. it's just like it's like half the size and you open it up and it's just a gospel track. Yeah, I love those. Oh yeah. Great. I don't tip anymore, I just give them the, the word of life. <laughs> oh, you're a monster. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Imagine. I ran a Twitter poll. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if you saw this and but I asked um I went to a restaurant and I called in. And I said, hey, I would like, da-da-da-da-da, um, I'd love to grab it, 10 minutes, like, yeah, perfect. So I go in, and I get the stuff, and then it's, flip it over, and it says, please tip. And you can choose what you want to tip, mm-hmm. 20%, 15%, 18%, custom. So I chose custom, and I gave him a couple dollars. Yeah. I think. Maybe I didn't tip at all. Mm-hmm. For this story, I say. But I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm like, where, when when do you tip, and when do you not tip? I feel like the bl- the lines of tipping is so blurry now. Like yeah, no, because literally the day before that poll, I was sitting, like I was at you saw the, that on Twitter. I asked. Well, I had seen that on Twitter, but like the day before, I experienced something similar. I was at Little Caesars, and they. I don't know if it's something that's always been there, but I noticed there was like yeah. a tip option. And I think their whole I, business model is come in and grab something hot uh-huh. ready, and then you're done. Well, because like on the other hand, like any other pizza place, like delivering it to me. Tip, Makes sense. And I'm tipping good because you drove the pizza. I didn't have to do anything. Right. But it, it is odd because you almost feel obligated to. But right. Why? Well, I think the reason why they're doing it is things have shifted mm. and everything has it now. Like literally everything. Yeah. I was going to, uh, going to uh, the gas station, quite a few gas stations now. It's not necessarily tipping, but this is something that I noticed they... Uh, like when you, if you use your card on the little screen, it brings up. Uh, before the last part, it brings up like two or three options of uh, donating. Oh yeah, like you donate, you know, the, like it's a few this cents. Song, that, the, this like thing. Round, round up, up to a dollar yeah. or a dollar or two or five dollars. Yeah. But there's no like clear option to exit out of that menu. Right. I mean, there's like a little button that says cancel, but you. It's like a scammer pop up. Yeah. When you go so to like, like a website that you're yeah. like, is this? Am I really downloading this thing, or am I downloading something that I'm not? Was well, it's it's like a trick? Yeah. Because I mean, I, I'd probably I usually just round up to a dollar because it's easier. Why not? Like, it's like going to Goodwill. I always round up to a dollar. Do you know what you're giving it to? Freaking lizard people. But that's okay. I mean, you know. Yeah. Sooner or later, the money you spend is going to go to a lizard person. Let's be honest been here. Going. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We've been feeding that yeah. hog a long time. Dude, anytime you walk into the gas station, lizard person. Hundred uh, <laughs> percent. There is a lizard person behind that counter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In more ways than one. Hey, buddy, do you want to? <laughs> Whoa. Well, that was mean. That was mean. Mm. Not a lizard person. But for real, though, maybe a little bit. Yeah, do you remember the lizard? Li- right, anyways, go ahead. You're, yeah. you're going. But yeah, no, I just, I thought that, like, that's the cruelest thing possible. Because it, like, unless you're fully paying attention or the lady behind the counter, it doesn't have to be a lady, but the person behind the counter right. the says something to you, oh, you just person. have to press cancel. You know, uh, because like it just yeah, but it's like so inconvenient. It's a, yeah, it's an inconvenience, and it's a very like it should be a big yes box and a big no box. Honestly, like I, 
I don't know. Because everybody's different, but like maybe yeah, the same you thing as you put, if you put a tip jar there, I'd probably th- like if yeah. I was paying with cash, I'd throw my change in there. I always do because yeah. I mean, I'm not going to carry on change and why not? Right. But like to tr- have to trick people into that for like 12 cents. Yeah. Like it's just, that's just shady, dude. It is. Or like, yeah. Why, why am I tipping a little Caesars? You know, th- mm-hmm. they're doing work, but that's not a place that's like, that I would assume they're being paid hourly. Mm-hmm. Wasn't tipping for when people weren't getting paid. Anyway, mm-hmm. I ran that poll and mm-hmm. I asked, yeah. do you tip in this situation? Do you not tip? Do you give a little bit of money? Mm-hmm. And I got very different answers yeah. from different people. Um, one of my most enjoyable answers was, is she cute? Yeah, I saw that. I, <laughs> yeah, saw that I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just, I don't And when you look at the results, it's like even. Everyone... I mean, it, it's a huge, a ton of people voted, mm-hmm. you know, 20. <laughs> so it's a big wide, crowd. Big, big crowd, huge crowd. Yeah. But it was, it was interesting just to see that, like, yeah, out of the people who did vote, it was pretty much one third said no, one third said yes, one third said a little. And I'm like, you know, hmm. if I go to the fast food place, I don't, I don't feel comfortable. Yeah, that- like if I go to McDonald's and I'm buying my stuff, do I really throw another twenty percent on top? I just, I was thought tipping was more for. See, that, that's something I started doing during like, like when all the COVID stuff started because it just, I don't know, it felt odd not to because like everything shut down and for some reason McDonald's of all places is still running. You yeah, get McDonald's and Walmart. It's essential, bro. Yeah, the most essential two places. <laughs> yeah, but like I, I don't know. It just felt odd because so I would just start. I started carrying cash with me. So like if I was. Waiting in line at like McDonald's and uh, like they ha- sometimes they have you pull forward because they don't have like yeah the way yeah. it works. And if somebody came whatever out whatever you're like, making is a little bit longer than the guy behind yeah. you or whatever. Yeah. So if somebody came out well, like with the food, I would usually give them something. That's cool. Just because like I don't know, I just yeah, I like I was doing a little something. Mm-hmm. Made me feel special. Yeah, and it's you you get favor from it. Mm. Get a little favor here, a little favor there. Mm-hmm. That's kind of nice. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's Mr. Moneybags who can just throw out <laughs> Different ones. Or if the McDonald's worker, here's a one, here's a one, here's a 20. Uh-huh. <laughs> here's some change, here's some change. <laughs> here's a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Buy yourself something nice. <laughs> clink, clink, clink. He <laughs> <laughs> walks up with your food. You're like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. You pull out 12 cents. <laughs> <laughs> You hold your hand out. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> oh yeah. Imagine. You know, not to backtrack here, but this this conversation reminded me of something. Just a couple weeks ago, no longer than that, a couple months ago, really. I'm at Little Caesars. I don't go there very often, but I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's quick. It's easy. You know what it's going to taste like, right? <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Uh, okay, go. Depends on who you. I mean, we can argue. It's okay. We have argued. That's it, all good. It's awful, but it's food, man. Yeah. I mean, kinda. It's my. It might be food. One time, Lincoln was arguing that it would make a great omelet. Do you remember that breakfast food? I anyway. feel like I feel like I do. It was. I a, feel like I deeply disagree in a special way. <laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> you're off. You're totally supporting him. No. Okay. Go ahead. I might have been. Like I said, people change. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm getting... 12 cents a change. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, a while back, I'm at Little waiting at Little Caesars, you know, because there's no such thing as hot and ready anymore. It's mm. 
it's going to be five to 10 minutes, which means 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. You, you're waiting in line. Because of COVID, they took all the seats away. So you're just <laughs> leaning against a window in a <laughs> tiny room surrounded by people who yeah. are all upset. It's like, a, it's like a, uh, when you go to a show and you're oh, yeah. all crowded in <laughs> at the front of the stage. Say, you go to a show, but there's never a headliner. It's yeah. just, it's just, there's no music, just names. Uh, Phil. <laughs> there's number, got, 27. number 27. Cheese pizza. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, so like I come, I go in with that mentality. Like I don't want to wait a bunch. So literally, whatever I see that's ready, I'm gonna take it. Like I'm gonna try to get what I want, and if I don't, it's not the end of the world. Right. All I know is I'm, I don't want anything with sausage on it because <laughs> that's the line. The pizza's already fake. The sausage <laughs> is too far. It's too far. So I get, I get in line. It's I not see, kosher. That's for sure. It's not kosher. I see something that I want. Or what looks like something I want, because sometimes they just put them in different boxes, because why not? Yeah. And I asked the guy behind the counter, I said, hey, is that, you know, so-and-so? And he goes, no, it's this. And, you know, I said, well, I'm not going to wait. I'll take it. Yeah. So he goes, okay. And so he hands me, like, a deep dish sausage pizza. Oh, jeez. Which upsets me, but I'm like, I'm hungry. I'll do it. I'll pick the sausage up. No big deal. Mm-hmm. I've already been waiting in line for, like, 20 minutes. I just want this. Right. So I get it. He goes to scan it, and Little Caesar does, after, like... So much time has passed. Uh, when they go to scan it, it will show like um, like there's an expiration date. It's like a half hour. Mm. And uh, if, if it gets to that point, they have to throw it out. They can't sell it. Okay. But no one pays attention to what they do. So he goes, he scans it. I'm like, I'm finally about to eat. I'm starving. I get it. And then he realizes, oh, it's past the expiration date. I can't... Uh, I can't sell this to you. The sausage is expired. Well, like, I had paid for it first and then realized, oh, it's expired. I can't sell, so I'll make you a new one. So now I'm waiting for another 45 minutes oh, for no. a pizza I didn't even want. And you can't reverse? <laughs> like, I paid for it and I'm starving and I'm, uh, I'm already here. I've already waited 20 minutes. Uh, What's another 45? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm so in this sorry, little season for over an hour for a pizza I didn't even want. And did I eat it? Yes, I did. Did I cry about it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Did it in the parking lot? Uh-huh. Yeah. Literally. I ate it in my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crying while you looked at the wooden fence. <laughs> <laughs> Parked right up next to the wooden fence, next to the dumpster, just crying. Just crying into a wooden fence while I <laughs> slam a two liter of Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah. Think about, uh, I should probably make some changes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not living my best life. <laughs> I don't know what my best life is, but this ain't it. Yeah, this is not it. That's uh, that's tough. That's really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, you told me that you saw something this morning on Twitter. Oh, I'd like goodness. to. I'd like to hear about this. Oh yeah. So this is this is uh, how I've tracked the downfall of society. <laughs> like the like, I always hear about these things being like. It wasn't See, the amount of first Fridays we're having. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, like I, I hear people talk about this, or I, I hear it on podcasts and stuff, but I, I don't see these these types of things, so I don't really think too much in it, especially like on Twitter, because I'm used to like, you know, the before Elon times, where yeah. it was just like everything is censored, or like yeah. there's always that black screen that says, you know, unavailable. Yeah, or not yeah. not necessarily unavailable, but like you have to click it again to watch it. Oh, uh, yeah. The sensor screen thing. Yeah, yeah. Show, graphic warning. Yeah, show. graphic warning. Yeah. Thing. yeah. And, like, I mean, I I get to work, and I have a few minutes before I have to clock in, so mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just scrolling through my phone, and I click on it just to see something. 
or just to have something to look it's at. A little dopamine hit, no big yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah. And uh, which is his own problem. Yeah. Think, but anyway, um, so I click it. Open. Remind me about the dopamine because yeah. I got a story oh. for you after that. Yeah. Okay. The first thing I see, it's these three people are in a car. There's, oh, I see a video. It's these yeah. three people in a car. There's a guy in the like hanging out in the middle in the back seats, you know, kind of leaning into the front, and there's a person driving the passenger seat. And they're all kind of joking, laughing, having a time, and then all of a sudden, one of them, it's a, it's a girl and two guys. And, and the girl, she has this, like, a handgun, which I assume is, like, the person in the back's gun. And she's just, you know, acting like, hey, you know, hey, I got this gun. And she's just saying a bunch of, like, you know, what you gonna do about, you know. Yeah, just dumb things. Yeah, she's just, you know, oh, no. in a sense trying to be goofy. And the guy in the passenger seat is very, like, uncomfortable. And the guy in the back goes, um, and I took a clip out, you're fine, man. She's just messing around. And as soon as he says that, pop, and goes up. And the next thing you see is the guy in the passenger seat. Like, he's in the middle of a sentence, and then he just goes, and no way. I mean, like, just, this is graphic, but I mean, just, like. Yeah, just bits everywhere. Well, no, it's just, like, it's just a string of blood. It's just oh. pouring out of his head, like, pink blood. Like, this, it, it, brain, basically. Yeah. And I'm like, oh! I've, I've been around a lot of death in my life. My family right. owns a butcher shop. Right. I mean, it's not, it's not the same thing. Right. But, I mean, death is death to a certain degree. Yes. And I'm like. Yeah. I've been around enough it didn't phase me. Like, that is going to haunt me for the rest of my life. Wow. And all I did was open Twitter. Well, I remember seeing a Twitter video pre-Elon. So this was when you still censored. And um, it was cartel murdering Mm. someone. And, I mean, I still vividly remember. Uh I can can think. I see it. I know exactly what. Mm. It's brutal, dude. Which, it's weird, right? I don't think I've seen as much death until... Like social media shows you it, mm-hmm. but if I was to walk back two hundred years, three hundred mm-hmm. years from now, like in this specific location we're in right now, yeah, in Indiana, mm-hmm. three hundred years ago, do you think the people living here saw more or less death? Because mm-hmm. you know, I think death has been something people have been aware of for so long, but now we're just like, you know, it's over there. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to see it, and we know it happens, but it's not really part of our daily lives. Twitter's kind of bringing that back up. It's not fun, though. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I mean, I think there's watch like people getting shot. I think there's good things about not witnessing death every, yeah. you know, <laughs> like yeah. But, I don't know. but then also like, like that's been. Something. I think I think the shock value is is that like that's not what I'm expecting first thing in the morning. Is this? Right. I guess no one's expecting to see death first thing in the morning, <laughs> yeah. like regardless of yeah. oh, the age. It's but, a Friday morning. I'm uh, a watch a death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. It just it was so shocking to see. Like literally, I scroll past it, and the next video is a car like skidding on ice and going sideways, going into another lane, and having a semi full speed, no stopping at all. Smash it. Hit it so. Like, uh, like perfectly on the side. Like literally, you just—it's a white car, red semi, and then you see pink mist. Oh wow! Like that, that person is obliterated. Dude, what is it? What your feet's crazy? I, I, I mean, all I do is follow comedians. Where'd that come from? <laughs> I blame Shane Gillis. Yeah, the comedians uh, probably. Yeah, they're just watching weird stuff. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen. I you can kind of tell where a video's going. Yeah. A lot of times when on Twitter and I'm just like, yeah, let's let's mm-hmm. keep it moving. I don't really need to see that. Yeah. Um I've noticed that like if uh like 
not so much on Twitter, but on like YouTube or even Instagram or whatever. If you look at something for too long, mm. then the next 20 posts are oh, yeah. that thing. You know what I mean? I, what was it? It was I'm trying to remember what the example was. I watched, um, as <laughs> ridiculous. This guy was a, uh, he, he's like a old school medic. Like he dre- he cosplays as a medic, you know what cosplay is, right? Yeah. So he's I mean like a reenactor, reenactor, and then he's just like this like wartime medic. It's like probably eight late eighteen hundreds medic, yeah. and he's got his Sounds little like he's got a lot of stuff going on. Got a lot of patch, and he yeah. and so and he was talking about the they had this uh, uh, when you would have a leg splint mm-hmm. and you have an issue like if you had oh yeah you like. In wartime, you, your leg would be messed up, yeah. and they didn't have a splint. 80% of the people who didn't have a splint would die. They built this little device, and it actually changed it because it elongated the leg and so that, that the bleeding stopped because mm. of the device that they put on. Yeah. And um, it switched from 80% death to 80% recovery if you got that thing on. So that's some, so I'm like, oh, that's really fascinating. And then the next 20 posts are just that, mm-hmm. like his things. And I'm like, okay, well, I looked at this way too long. It was interesting for a second, but now I'm like, I really don't, really don't care. Mm. Yeah, so maybe. Can, uh, all I can think about is, uh, the, I remember seeing a post about a doctor who uh, has, he holds this record for the most uh, like deaths in one surgery. Oh wow! It was supposed to be this like. It was a time where they were like they would have to saw off like amputated yeah yeah they, he was amputating somebody he was like in a uh, like a like one of the big theaters like how it used to be just this open pit oh wow yeah you know, like a surgical theater or whatever mm-hmm. he's got all these people around him and he has another guy holding the legs or holding this leg and then he, he's holding the leg and he's going to saw through the thing and he saws through it so quickly that he cuts his own fingers off. And, or not, I think it was him. No, no, it was the he, guy holding it. He he cuts the fingers off of the guy holding it, and then he, like he successfully cuts off the leg. But the uh, both the guy that got his leg cut off and the helper both died of infection. Like oh my, oh, like, my word! Shortly after the surgery. Oh my word! So a two hundred percent death. Yeah, that's a while. Yeah. He just immediately kills two people. Yeah. And everyone was watching. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's funny because um, I was watching Sick. butcher videos and the the other day we ate lamb and it was delicious. And I'm like, do you think I could grow a lamb on my quarter acre in the downtown Goshen? And they only it takes six to eight months, and then they're fully ready to be butchered. Yeah. I was like, well, how hard would it be to butcher? And this guy that I was watching used old school. Mm. Instead of his band saw, he's like, well, here's the saw, pulls it out. So that's why I was just, I'm imagining the cuts as you're talking about it because I've watched that. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't think it's doable. But I've seen dogs bigger than lambs. So I'm like, if you can have a dog, why couldn't I have a, a sheep yeah. or a lamb yeah, in my backyard? Big enough yeah. for that. Yeah, I just gotta. I've seen more lambs in smaller places. Yeah, I just gotta make sure that yeah. my neighbors are all cool. I'm going to a neighbor meeting on Tuesday. This one of our neighbors is inviting us all over. I'll, Pitch that idea, see what happens. Just stick it in your garage. Throw some, throw want, some sawdust I down and eat, put a fence in the garage. <laughs> I wanted to eat all of my, uh, all my grass. Oh yeah, yeah. Just keep like well, here, grass down. Here's how you do this, right? You keep it in the garage. As soon as it gets dark, let it out. Oh, it just goes. 
Yeah. Ham. Okay. There you go. Dude, I've seen so much wildlife in my backyard. Yeah. I saw a woodchuck, like a big old woodchuck. Yeah. I've seen, I had a possum, mm-hmm. raccoons, mm-hmm. cats, you know, various squirrels and chipmunks and all types of birds. You know what I was curious about? Why do people hate possums so much? Um, Apart from their ugliest, they're like there's this whole thing that they're like dirty animals. They're actually super clean, and they don't have any of the diseases people think they do. Yeah, no, and they're, supposed, they're actually like really good for your garden. Uh-huh. Is what I was. Oh, yeah, I they heard. keep pests out of your garden. Yeah, the, yeah, they're just weird looking. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I have a core memory of being a young man and uh, killing a possum. Yeah, like a eleven year old. Got bow and arrow and shot it <laughs> <laughs> as it was playing dead. And then we weren't really sure. Then we dropped our rock on it. Nice. And then we took it out in the middle of a field and left it. We came back just to make sure it was dead. It was gone. Uh-oh. Like, crap. <laughs> oh, Did we actually shoot it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a possum with an arrow. <laughs> and a crushed paw <laughs> from no. the rock we dropped on. We climbed up on top of a fence. I was probably eight, uh. to be honest. Climbed up on top of a fence and put the rock in and dropped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, uh, when I was a kid, we had these geez. two uh, large mulberries. I think it was mulberries. Yeah. Or yeah, the, the trees. Mm-hmm. And, like raccoons constantly. We'd Loved it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so every once in a while, we had these like a little um, like fox terriers. I mm-hmm. think they were called some, some sort of terrier. So they would like they would trap them onto the trees and we would just go with like BB guns or like a twenty two and just shoot the raccoons. Nice. Yeah. You know, when it just gets dark, it was just something for us to do. Like, Those are a pest. Yeah. Yeah. Opposed to possums, those are. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. But uh, I just remember the first time going out there, and like my dad hands me a gun. I mean, I, I might have held a gun, but I'd never shot one at that time. So, like, I don't know anything about guns. And my dad just hands me a rifle. He goes, All right, shoot the raccoon. I don't even know how to load it. Like, he just uh, hands no. this for maybe the second time <laughs> in my life I've ever held a gun. Don't worry, there's no clip in it. <laughs> 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 Well, that, I that's mean, that's that pretty happened. much how it went. To be honest, <laughs> I just remember pointing, like, sort of aiming the barrel at the, like the the back of a raccoon, and just kind of like eyes closed shooting it. And I yeah. ended up just shooting it in the butt like six times, <laughs> just over and over again. With the BB gun or with the twenty two? It was twenty two. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm just continuing. I just keep shooting it in the butt, and I am just absolutely devastated. I'm like I've started to cry because my dad's <laughs> upset at me. Like the more I shoot it, the angry he gets because I'm just shooting it in the same spot over oh, and over again just I'm, just, I'm having a full panic attack and i just i shot it at least either six or eight times wow before before my dad just yanked the gun from me yeah. like it was like 10 <laughs> feet in the air <laughs> like literally i just remember like <laughs> i just remember being so upset because my dad takes I the gun love. from me take like flips it around and then just like the trees weren't super tall so he just took the, the the butt of the gun and was able to hit the raccoon on the top of the head with the butt of the gun. Kills it, it kill instantly. It? You kept on shooting the butt, didn't kill it? I mean, six no. bullets to the butt. <laughs> They're pretty big butts, dude. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, but 22s. But yeah, still, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I just remember, why did you, I'm just thinking, why did you let me do this for so long when you could have done it just like that? <laughs> yeah. Why did you put me through this? Yeah. That's, you, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Um, you probably got you probably killed a lot of animals in your day, right? You take take yeah. take out 
cows and pigs. And did you guys ever butcher sheep? Yeah, they butchered sheep. Yeah. yeah, I never butchered sheep. I watched my dad do it a bunch of times. Not for me, dude. Really? Yeah. Is it more difficult than cows? Uh, kind of. I feel like cows are pretty. What's the easiest thing to butcher? Cows. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like they're the easiest thing to process, but really? sheep sheep's are really hard because sheep skin is very like uh, it's loose. Oh, because you're killing the sheep and then skinning it and then mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Okay, if you go through like the entire process, sheep's are worse because because they're so small. You can't do it like uh, we would use like a bolt for like a cow or even okay. like a pig. Yeah, but because sheep are so small, their skulls are so small, it, it would, for whatever reason, the damage would be too great. Okay. So you just have you just have to slit his throat. Oh. Which yeah. is d- the most disturbing thing you've ever seen. In your life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had these. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I don't know how far you want to go down. <laughs> real. Uh-huh. It gets real. Real. Well, just and like I just remember as a kid because I, I would go. Out, like, I'd get out home from school or whatever, and we'd go to the shop for whatever reason. Yeah, and hang out. And I would just go out back and just watch. You know? I just <laughs> yeah. thought it was fascinating. Remembering the time you shot the raccoon. <laughs> and I, but I just, like, going back there, and, like, my dad's got, like, a lamb by the throat, and he's, like, pretending to be Rambo, and he's just, <laughs> <laughs> just like, going, ha! Oh, my <laughs> It's like, I don't know what to do here. Yeah, <laughs> just giving, giving himself the lie thing. <laughs> yeah, the football eye. Uh-huh. Whatever that's called. Ugh. I forget what that's called. I think it's football eye. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, uh, educational. Yeah. A good after-school program. <laughs> it was something. Keep kids straight. Uh-huh. And I want everybody to know that I am emotionally and mentally okay. I promise. <laughs> I'm not scarred at all. <laughs> no, not at all. all right. Just a tad. <laughs> Do, all right, so I have a question about butchering. Now that I've yeah. watched one YouTube video and mm-hmm. I'm you know it all, pretty, yeah. well, pretty well versed. We, you know, you kill the animal, mm-hmm. then you skin it, and you put the carcass in a freezer. Mm-hmm. Is that to let the let it drain? Well, Is you, that kind of how that? Well, what's that process? Because okay. most of the time when I see it in the videos, they've got mm-hmm. the hanging meat, and then they process it from there. But it doesn't have. And you have feet. It's just the the, yeah. the well, insides are gone. It's just like the meat. Yeah. So how do they get to that? So let's point? say if you did like a beef. Okay. say you go to. I mean, you'd shoot it. Yep. You know, and then it gets brought uh, like it gets brought up to like uh, like my family's butcher shop has like a chain. It goes around the legs. Yeah. Brings it up. Yep. And then you would you would slit the throat and like drain all the blood out. Right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. It gets put on like a a big. Like rack thing with wheels, that like okay. you lay it on its back, and then like that's where you skin it. Oh, okay. And and it's holding it. Yeah. It's so holding like it. when you're skinning it, that's when you take the like the feet off. Okay. Like yeah. Because so it's kinda, easier. Yeah, it was because like because the joints are right there. Yeah. So you just pop off the joints. Okay. Skin around it, get all that, and then it goes back onto another like uh, hook thing. Okay. Like, there's a big thing that goes through their, like, leg tendons. Yeah, and holds yeah. them, and then that's where they're split yeah. open so a little it's, bit. So it's, it's... And is that where you're gutting them? Too? Yeah, so it's still full there, and then we have, like, you just kind of go in with a knife, and then they kind of push all of the, like, I guess you'd call them innards. Yeah. Out, and then that gets, like, put into, like, I guess they call them gut barrels, but like a... Yeah. A receptacle for... Yep, a big yeah. gallon drum that you throw. Yeah, yeah. like a 55-gallon drum yeah. thing. Which they then use to make little, pe- little yeah. Caesar sausage. I, Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Probably. <laughs> right to this little Caesar sausage plate. Too gross. Gross. Yeah. But, uh, then it freezes? Well, they say do that, and then they split it in 
half, and okay. you gotta you gotta clean it pretty well after that. So it's like it's hosed down. Oh, uh, okay. Until it's like there's no blood left. Hmm. If you have any any blood left, it can like, yeah, like you know, I mean, it's just like get it, bad. Yeah, well, like it, you know, when it, like blood kind of congeals in it. Yeah, I don't know. It could ruin the like the fat or the meat or whatever. Yeah, it could so. be. It gets washed pretty good, and then it goes it goes into a cooler first. Okay. Because uh, most of the time, if not all the time, depending on the animal, like uh, I know cows, it's pretty common to to age age them for. Oh, yeah. I want to say two weeks. Mm. You know, just because you get that time because there's uh, a lot of the enz- enzymes and like bacteria that's Break still it down a yeah, little bit. Yeah. It's it a lot breaks lot. down the meat a little bit, so it's more tender. I mean, yeah. you could eat it fresh. It just I don't know. For whatever reason, there's like they a... They do dry age. Yeah. And then the longer they dry age, the more it's... Yeah. You know, the, I mean, they, say they do that at certain cuts, like, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, the rib eyes. Yeah. 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 Or prime rib, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. But for, like, on average, it's pretty, like, industry standard, do like two weeks. Okay. So that's in the cooler. Yeah. So that sits in the cooler, and then and then it comes out, and they do all... They cut it up, make all the steaks. And the cooler is... Is it a freezer, or is it, like... So, so like not frozen yet, but yeah. kind of close to it. Well, no, so it'd be like fr- it, it, the difference between like a fridge and the freezer upstairs. Yeah, so it's like so it's more of a fridge. Yeah, so like I don't know, uh, 30, 40 degrees maybe. Yeah, well, yeah. not forty, close to thirty. Yeah, but not freezing. Yeah, not quite freezing, but close to it. But yeah, like I mean, it's just a giant fridge, like yeah. a, something you could keep vegetables in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right next to your carcasses. Yeah. Something to keep it fresh, but allows it to age for a little bit. So mm. it's not like hard to cut into when it gets to the point where it's time to uh, make all the cuts. Yeah. And then yeah. like, because then they have like a, my family shop that goes from there, and then when it's cut, it gets put into an actual freezer. That's like a sub zero. Oh yeah. To, to yeah. yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. Because now you're opening it up, and a lot of bacteria can kind of live. Yeah. Oh yeah. At that point. So yeah. Yeah. You. Interesting. I wondered because the, the the carcasses that I saw were stiff. Mm. They're not, but they're still flexible. But mm. it's not like they're not like mm. just died and then. Yeah, it's, it is kind of neat though to see that like when they're first butchered, the like how much like water retention is in like the fat. Mm. You know, it's, it's very soft and flexible and kind of thing like that. And just in two weeks, it's like a. You know, it looks like a, you know, it's like the, it almost feels like the consistency of like frozen butter. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. It's, yeah. The water's been drained out. Mm-hmm. And that's wild. Yeah. No. Uh, thank you for that educational bit there. I appreciate yeah. that. You, I was supposed to remind you something about dope. Yeah. So, um, uh, this kind of goes back to, I got two things. So, you know, you talk about, you open up that phone and you get that hit. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting to do that physically, not with drugs. Well, some could say it's a drug. I stumbled in this rabbit hole of old, like, 1930s, 1920s slot machines. <laughs> like the mechanical ones. That's you know? not where I thought this was going. Man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you check with me. You know, they, like, they'll spin and then, mm-hmm. you know, you get the cherries and it mm-hmm. pays out. And they're like... 10 cents, 5 cents, quarters, you know, it's nothing crazy. You put a quarter in and then the most you can win is $10, yeah. right? Or whatever. Put 10 cents in, the most you can win is five. So uh, I've, you know, and slots are interesting because 
they're like 13% chance of winning. Yeah. And you don't know what you're going to win. So it's really low odds, but you get that little like, ooh, that's fun, mm-hmm. you know, which we get from our phone every single day. People are gambling. They're just waiting for that next post that's like, whoa. And uh, sometimes it's you have to scroll for 13 minutes before you get one. It's not that great. And you scroll for another 13 minutes, you're like, whoa, that was a good one. You know, that's I've, it's literally the same thing. And not really, but kind of. But uh, I've been trying to pitch it to Allison as an investment idea. To buy old-timey slot machines? Just one. <laughs> <laughs> Just one. Just for entertainment value? Just for entertainment value. So uh, bear with me. One, you know, they're not making... They're, they're, they're these, like iron mechanical devices they don't want the electronic i want them pull the handle it's a big machine which is very intricate to build it's an antique Mm -hmm. so it has value there right and i've was talking to her i'm like instead i mean we don't have a ton of change anyways but it'd be fun to like every time we have change put it in there but i'm like what if we even had a rule about the slot machine that you can only put in like silver nickels or silver dimes or silver quarters so then in order to (laughs) (laughs) see i just have this image of you buying one old-timey slot machine and immediately turn into a small casino basement you just have like a bunch of elderly chinese businessmen smoking cigarettes and just constantly pulling the levers i mean that that could be fun or it could, could. Just be that me. That could be fun. It could be me. <laughs> just you by yourself. White Peter. <laughs> and I only have a roll of I have a roll of silver nickels. You know what I mean? I gotta get one. I gotta win. I gotta win. But I just thought it would be kind of fun because when then, you know, it's like it's like almost like a quest to get these items because you don't get silver very often. And then it's like like a chance to win. And but it's yeah. so much to be able to. But put at it some in. point, there's also the realization that you're just winning things. You're you're winning the thing that you put in there. Right. I would. What I would do is I would pull that back into going back into the the. You know, all my money's going right back into the. <laughs> so it's just this endless cycle of silver nickels. <laughs> yeah. Right. But at the end of it, you have an old antique uh, and a bunch of silver. I, it, you know, that's it'd be, that's that'd be a fun investment. thing to leave in like a dusty basement for yeah. like an ancestor. Two generations. Uh, yeah. They're like, look at all this stuff. And at that point, you know, silver is like uh, millions of dollars, well, you, you know, or whatever. But it, it, then you're getting really old coins and then you're also putting it in an old machine. And, you know, I just thought that would be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe not. So okay, that leads me to my second thing. Um, while we're talking about gambling, I watched this movie last night. Well, one of my buddies, Scott Ingbrick, who I don't know if you know him, he told me, have you seen this? And I was like, no. He's like, you need to watch this. It's called Holy Rollers. Have you watched this? It's on Amazon Prime. Holy Rollers. It's based on a group in 2007 of uh, pastors, worship leaders, ministry level people yeah. who played blackjack. And counted cards and made money from it. And it's it's a kind of like a documentary esque style about these guys. Really interesting. Um, just like high level card counting, money making things. And so it was just really fascinating to kind of see the justification of why they're gambling. Yeah, I'd I'd love to hear their yeah. reasoning behind it, that. It, it. I think some people were like 
fascinated with the idea of gambling. They thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. Other people, um, like, so it, it was interesting to kind of see each person, and, and they follow them for like two years. And so, uh, did, it's they, just, did they make some like actual money or? Uh, they pulled from a ca- the casino $3.5 million. Now, what did they do with this money? So, the way that it was set up, um, I'm just giving it away. To so, <laughs> See, the way it happened was with, with, that, with the bank account and the yeah. way the numbers work. Yeah. They ended it, so they stopped after right. two years. Yeah. But they had investors who would invest, mm-hmm. and they would bankroll them to go play. Mm-hmm. And with that, then they would um, they would play. And if they – so, okay. With counting cards, it's a pretty big mathematical equation that they're doing and the statistics then go in the blackjack player's favor 55% to 45%. So currently, like if I was to play blackjack and not count cards, I have a 40, 43% chance of winning, something like that. If I play blackjack the best without counting cards, just like the best you can play at blackjack, you know, if I know how to play it really well and I do all the things I'm supposed to do in the right scenarios without counting cards, I have a 40% chance of winning. So over the long run, you lose. Mm. They flip it over, they're counting cards, and then they have a slighter advantage. So that doesn't mean that when they go and play blackjack that they're going to win every single time. But if they continue to play blackjack for a long enough time, eventually they'll win. So that's the thing. So you watch them, and they go on a week-long trip where they go, you know, flew into Chicago, hits the casinos in Chicago, hits the casinos casinos in Michigan, goes to Mont- you know, goes to Minnesota, goes to Wisconsin, doing a whole loop and um loses eighty thousand dollars that whole trip. But he knows if he keeps on playing, eventually, eventually he'll win it all back. So like that's it's and you watch these people just like get wrecked by losing for so long too. And like that's the gambling thing. Mm-hmm. So at the end of it they they pulled three point five million 800000 went to the two people who started the group, and then the rest of the profits went to pay back their investors, and then their investors got 35% return on their investment. Oh, wow. Yeah, is the grand finale. So it's just really interesting, and there was a godly bent to it because uh, they're all ministry people. Mm. And so I'm like, oh, that's really... Fascinating. Yeah. It was just wild to kind of watch. Borderline blasphemous, but all right. Yeah, it's I it, and their justification was, you know... Um, they're getting over on the casinos because they're they're See, high level. In my head, they're you know this money is going back to the churches, but it isn't, is it? No, it's going to the investors. Well, yeah. But then the people who are work, doing ministry, they only work forty out. They'll go on one or two trips in a month, and then they get paid. So the way that the people who are running it, mm-hmm. people playing blackjack, they are they are getting paid hourly to play blackjack, and then if they win a hundred thousand dollars then they get a bonus so that it's not their money they're not the ones putting it up they're just going in and playing blackjack per hour getting paid to lose that's fast yeah or win after a while yeah i'm just saying like that so that first like initial round of losses has to be like what it it could win for a while but if you play for if you play two years straight you're gonna have a string of losses you're gonna have a string of wins it's gonna go both ways 
Yeah. Well, let me just. That, that'd be, that's that's pretty, it. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. pretty cool. Holy <laughs> roller, like, holy rollers on yeah. Amazon Prime. Um, pretty interesting. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. If I'm gonna go play blackjack, I'm gonna go play for fun. You know yeah. what I mean? I like the. See, I can't, I can't do that. Really? Any, yeah. Like, I, I stick. I know, I know, like one or two card games, and like Texas Hold'em, right? Like, a couple of like the smaller versions of that. Other than that, I stay away from any sort of gambling. Cause yeah. I just, I mean, last time I went to a casino, I had a panic attack in the middle of the like the slot machine floor. Yeah, no, slots are the worst thing to do. Well, <laughs> I was down like twenty bucks, and I'm just like shaking in the middle yeah. of the floor, about to like crawl in the fetal position and be dragged. Well, if you out. win thirteen or seventeen percent of the time, you have to have enough money to play until you win, and then hope that mm-hmm. your win is big enough to recover your losses. You could win. Twenty dollars, mm-hmm. but you just spent four hundred dollars to win that twenty, mm-hmm. and that and you're like, okay, oh, cool. well, that wasn't a big enough win. I know if I play another seven hands, eight hands, I might win again, and maybe I'll be big enough. It's just that's it's like I I have to go. I I'm a, I don't ever go in if I go in to a casino, yeah, with more than like forty bucks because yeah. like that is what I'm most comfortable losing. That's the best way to do it. Take, to me, that's don't like ever go to that's the, me going out and getting like a. A decent enough dinner and maybe like seeing a movie or something. Right. So that like I can stomach losing that amount yeah. of money. But don't go to a slot machine because that's two poles, which is three mm-hmm. seconds of your life. That's not was, worth it. And there's nothing more frustrating when you go with like a group of people and there's always one person goes to the very first machine. As soon as they walk in, boom, win some like jackpot amount yeah. or some like large amount when you could be there for like... 20 minutes and lose it all or like yeah quickly i've done yeah i put 20 dollars. one time i had to stop um i was with scott Mm. the guy who sent that video yeah we had to stop uh we're on a business trip and we stopped to go to the bathroom on the way up to a meeting Mm -hmm. he's like let's just stop at the casino i'm like all right cool because it's they got nice bathrooms so you we just rolled in and then peed and rolled out but i'm like all right one slot machine so i threw 20 bucks in and it just got like well okay let's keep going you know what i mean just Mm -hmm. i'm okay with losing 20 dollars it was it was yeah. unfortunate, but I if if I go to a casino, my rule is I don't go to very many. It's mm-hmm. like yeah, I don't need it. It's just not. It's not the like. It's just like that's a once in a blue moon thing. Yeah, I want like one of my cousins was having a ba- you know what yeah. I mean like yeah, like, like it's that. like a bachelor party or yeah or um a couple of old college buddies were like let's do something and then we all went to a casino that was kind of fun. Well, see, and it's they it's, got a hotel and we all just hung out at the casino. I think it's pretty. Uh, Honestly, it'd be kind of fun going to like my uncle. He's he loves because him and his girlfriend always going to the casino, and he's just got he's got he's just lucky. He's just a lucky person. So yeah. he's always went like probably counts cards. Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> uh, there's been a couple. I mean, I'm sure he's had plenty of losses, but there's been plenty of times where he's like, you know, won like ten, eleven grand or something wow, like that. Yeah. Just you know, playing like the well, slot you only or, ever hear the wins. Yeah, well, yeah. You don't ever hear the losses. No one's. Well, I mean, I saw that. I saw this guy pick a a, a scratch off off the ground. Scratch one of the last things off and win five hundred bucks. Wow. He's just a lucky guy. Wow, that's wild. Me on the other hand, I will lose my money and then my things. I lost my favorite hat the last time I went to the casino. <laughs> but I'm still upset about it. <laughs> I've I've called four wins and I've demanded they give me back my raggedy old hat. Oh man, that's frustrating. Yeah, that's not fun. Uh, I play roulette. That's the most uh, enjoyable. I feel like that's what gave me a panic attack. Roulette. It was so. All you have to choose is red or black. Or you can do odds or evens. I had I I was down, I'd lost all the forty bucks, and I'm like, it's time to go because every time I've gone with my family, I don't think we've ever been there longer. Like 
we've never made it to an hour because either people Everyone get bored yeah. or like we've we've done what we needed to do. So we'll yeah. leave. <laughs> yeah. well, like we're there like twenty minutes. I've lost all my money and like well, I, I might have had like five bucks left. And my brother comes up to me and he goes, "All right, I'm gonna give you this." He hands me a little bit of cash. We give you this along with your money, and we're gonna put it. We're gonna put it all on red. And for some reason, that triggered me because I'm like, <laughs> I, like I'm freaking out because I just. You, you know, just lost it all. To Did me, you like, put it on red? Yeah. Did it hit black? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. No, it didn't hit black. It hit red. <laughs> so we like we made money. Oh, but, like, nice. I for some reason it like triggered me because I just like I had five dollars left. It was only forty dollars. Yeah. And I like I brought that money like that specific Probably amount it. so it wouldn't bother me. And for some reason it just got to me. And my uh, brother was instigate like poking me like keep going. Let's keep do it. Going. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. And I'm like all of a sudden things just started getting fuzzy and the tunnel vision came and I'm just started shaking. I'm like I can't this <laughs> for forty bucks. It's it's crazy. You really, if you go to that casino, take exactly the amount of cash you want, and don't, mm-hmm. don't. I want to lose. Don't you're done. ever pull money out of their ATMs. Yeah, don't ever do it. Uh-huh. That's where it gets sad. Uh-huh. Like I can win this back. I can win this. Oh back. yeah. Like, you no, just dude. keep going. No. You see, I could do that. Like I could see myself doing that. So it's like it's. I was working at a bank in college, and um, there's a local bank to the area of the college that I went to and uh, I get in on a Monday mm-hmm. morning and there's a voicemail at 2 a.m. on like Saturday night or Friday night or something. No, Saturday night or Sunday night. I forget what night it was. And it's this drunk guy screaming at us, Uh-oh. the bank, because at 2.30 in the morning on Saturday night or something. I forget whatever night it was. We th- we had an ATM limit. So if someone pulls out more than $500 or $1,000, I forget what it is, mm-hmm. you know, that's just the limit of a card. Every card kind of yeah. has that. It's a safety yeah. precaution because we don't want your card to be stolen and then your bank account completely dra- drained. Oh, yeah. So he's screaming at us because he reached his limit and didn't ever open it up more before he went to the casino yeah. and he's yelling at the bank about how we ruined his kids nights because of the limit on his <laughs> debit card. <laughs> uh, what did, oh. Oh, I love it. was such wow. a fun, uh, I was just like, dude, oh man. What a life. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Imagine calling a bank at 2 a.m. to scream at him. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bank's fault. I don't have them. Yeah, it's the bank's fault. It's the bank's fault that this is an awful vacation. <laughs> it's the bank's fault. I'm screaming at my little kids. I want my kids to spend more of my money. <laughs> yeah. No. We're going to go to the water park, but not today because of the bank. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> now we're sitting in the hotel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dad may not come home tonight because <laughs> <laughs> of the bank. <laughs> Dad's going out for cigarettes because <laughs> of the bank. Yeah, uh, it was just like, oh, dude, oh man, that's what I think of every time I see yeah. something. Like, if you are walking up to pull money out yeah. of the ATM, I'm just like, you're that guy about to call the bank because hmm. there goes all your money. You know, I mean, you're not gonna be able to pay your rent. This is just a losing game. So that's the philosophy of going to the casino. But yeah, mm. uh, dopamine, man. So dopamine. I just think, oh, I should, um, they're on my, uh, it's on my phone. I, there's some really cool old like 
vintage slot machines. Oh, that's yeah. why I'm You've like been looking, looking. Huh? I've been looking, looking. You know, I just yeah. think it'd be kind of cool. Um, they're like there's certain ones that are like they're yeah. like multiple grand to purchase. So I'm like, yeah. Oh wow! Like the big. I see. I mean, that kind of that is pretty cool. Like the big metal thing with all the like mechanical parts. Yeah. It's not, yeah. That's that's pretty. Cool. Well, and I was uh, so I'm looking at. I'm like I, I so I yeah. got a little too far into the rabbit hole. I joined a group on Facebook that just like uh, shares all of the ones that they bought of these old mechanical ones. So that's that's where I'm seeing yeah. all the cool stuff. And it's just like people who are like into it. It's their hobby. Mm-hmm. And um, this one guy's like, "Hey, this isn't paying out right." Da, 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 da. Um, this machine I bought. So the the whole like group is explaining to this dude how to fix his machine. They're like, yeah, you just got to pull this pin that's in there. Just pull it out because that pin right there is uh, a casino pin. They put that in so that it, it never hits these high level rewards. It only ever hit these ones. Like oh, they're like, they put these in these old yeah. mechanical ones. They had this little like physical pin that they would put in so that it made sure to never hit. It would, it would pay out, but it would never pay out the top jackpot. Never. It's crazy how they can openly like cheat people, yeah, and and that's fine. And that's what like, they're talking about on some that. Some guy learns to count cards and like, get out. Well, and yet that's what they do. If they think you're counting cards, you oh, get yeah. kicked out. Or they take you to the back room, and they're like, because they're playing blackjack and they're beating the house, you know. And they're like, well, we're losing money, but all their whole business is on make making everyone else lose their money. Yeah, you know. And then once they have it, they don't like it, and so kind of interesting. Mm. Yeah. Well, I was gonna. I was gonna. I didn't mean to backtrack, but no you backtrack. Were, well, you had said something earlier about me sending text messages when I got. Yeah. I was like waiting. I want to hear it. I found one of them. I said, I said most this, days. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, this is when first Fridays. Yeah. This is the text you send me. Yeah. When I'm gone. What was this? The November. Is this yeah, November? This is, I, this is the one. November first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the third. November third. Okay, yeah, because it's a Friday. It's yep. the first Friday of the yeah. month. Yeah. <laughs> November third, seven fifteen p.m. Most days, I love this city, but on nights like tonight, I hope it burns to the ground. I'm literally about to shit my pants. <laughs> I had to park all the way at the church by your house, because it's the only open parking space I could find. As it stands right now, if this city was a dog, I'd send it straight to the front of the line of a kill shelter. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah that's yeah you were pretty livid <laughs> yeah i was not in indiana at that at that time so i, was like, I feel i feel bad look like you texted me oh poor puppy <laughs> said, poor puppy my ass <laughs> this city is a three-legged one-eyed chihuahua hiding in the shade of a sketchy street food vendor in tijuana <laughs> yesterday i was 711 days no poop in my pants today <laughs> zero <laughs> I can just imagine that sign. Yeah. You know, how many accidents? Days since an accident. Oh. <laughs> how many days since Phil's pooped his pants? 755. Yeah. I got a light bright in my house that marks it. <laughs> there was a girl in uh, college. She had a poop chart. Interesting. So she would, like, I don't know if I've talked about this, but she would, um, we, because, all right, so I, at the college I went to, we had a thing called open dorms. So, the dorms were segregated because it was a Christian college, mm-hmm. and uh, but one every other Saturday, uh, oh, you know, one Saturday would be boys' dorms are open, one Saturday would be girls' dorms open. Mm-hmm. Girls could come into the guys' dorms, or guys could go into the girls' dorms for four hours on that Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, one of my friends, she lives with a bunch of other girls. I go over and see her 
on that Saturday. There I find the poop chart. Poop chart has pictures, like animated pictures. So not like live, but just, you know, like uh-huh. um, like clip art pictures of okay. different types of poops. Whether it's pebbles or okay. more diarrhea or okay. more solid, right? And then um, marks, uh, and then dates dates of when the like. So there's like a, you know, it, uh-huh. she has these boxes and it's like so. There's a good poop today mm-hmm. at this time. I did this and there's like uh-huh. you know in a month she can say oh I had twenty of these, three of these, two of those, one of those. <laughs> you know, like, what is uh, it? That's like, intense. That's, that's an poop, intense way to live. That's my poop chart. You know, I'm like that is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone would say psychopath. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, you know, maybe uh, I've never really um, analyzed like that. But she's using the scientific method, and there's probably something that she knows about herself more than I know about myself. Maybe I could learn from that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need. Well, should, see, but here's 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 the thing about this minute. It's not that it bothers me, but here's the thing I'm thinking about when I think of this. Yeah. Right, like, it was the first time I ever figured out women actually pooped. I was like, what? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, you tell women? me. Women? Women? <laughs> yeah. It blew my mind. <laughs> like, I feel like I can regularly do that, uh, like, on a normal everyday basis. Or like, oh, I had this kind of, you know, yeah. movement. I yeah. should probably fake. You know, I should change this so that it doesn't happen again, right. or I should keep doing this because that was this. this, this. Right. I can do fiber, those things fiber. without having a, a like a public chart. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's one thing if you're like keeping it in like a journal, or <laughs> I mean, it was it public that long ago, so keeping it, it in the phone. But like, public. here is out in the open for a stranger to see the types of poos that I be having. And a young man walked into my room. <laughs> just a he young now man. knows my movements. <laughs> a young man who just recently found out that I do poop. <laughs> Walks into my room. Join the movement. <laughs> <laughs> Join the movement. <laughs> one man. One movement. You know, I don't know where this came from. This just popped in my head. Let's go there. Okay. So, today I was talking, uh, like, I, t- I try to talk to my brother at least once a day. I yeah. usually call him around noon. Cause he drives trucks, so. Oh, nice. Okay. When he's out on his deliveries and he's got some time, I'll just chat with him for a few minutes. And mm-hmm. uh, he was telling me that uh, he had recently re- sat down with his uh, mother-in-law and they rewatched The Tiger King. Oh, wow. Okay. Serious. Yeah. We were talking about that. And so, that got us talking about. I mean that was our that in itself. What a it was wild! What a fascinating thing to watch. Yeah, but that got us talking about the different things that we had, you know, because there was nothing to do but like watch movies or mm-hmm. you know hang out with your family members. So mostly watching movies. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> there was just so we were just discussing the thing like the, the different documentaries and the stuff we had watched, and one thing that brought up, I had randomly watched this documentary with my dad and my stepmom about a guy who had, per, like, he'd gone to a garage sale and bought an old grill. Takes the grill home, opens it up. There is a, like, calcified, maybe not calcified, but, it, like, a fully, like, yeah, no, calcified is the word because it hadn't been at the, when he first like a got mummy. It. it was a mummy. Yeah, there we go. I couldn't think of the word. A mummified foot in, like, a, 
a human's mummified foot in the grill. Just a random foot. Was it like on top? Yeah, like oh. inside. Like you know, it was like an old like one of those. It, like it, a it smoker. Was, yeah, it was like a smoker type grill, okay. but like a real like an old one from like the nineties. Okay. You know, anything like that. Um, maybe not the nice, but yeah. you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. older. And it's like he opens up, and there's a, like a human foot in there. Like he didn't see it when he was at the garage sale? No, he never opened it up. He just, like, it was probably just like, here's a grill for 20 bucks kind of thing. So, oh, I'll take it. And then gets it home, realizes there's a foot in there. What does he do? Well, the most logical thing you can do when you find a human foot. He sets up a sign uh, and makes it a roadside attraction so people can come look at a, a What? A foot. Yeah, a mummified foot. What? Yeah. Is the most you have to. I don't. I almost don't want to reveal too much because it is the most like Did the log involved. No. Oh my goodness. No, they didn't. It's, it's like I don't. I, I I guess wherever he was at, it's not a like against the law to have him on five foot. Yeah. So he's just he has this foot, and he decide like he doesn't go to the police or try to get rid of it or bear it or anything. He like makes it a roadside attraction so people could pay to come look at this foot. And it's like, it's somebody's foot who at the time is alive. So he just has somebody's foot. No way. Yeah. Was it the person at the garage sale? No, 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 no. Like somehow it had like changed hands because it was just in this grill. It had changed like a number of hands until it got to this guy. The person that used the grill or they didn't. The, there was I, just a I, foot. If I remember correctly, it was like hours away. Like it wasn't like right down the road. How do you buy a grill and not use it? And not figure out there's a foot, and then sell yeah. it to someone else. Like, uh-huh. I'm so confused. I have to watch it. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's just it's just fascinating to Weird. see this guy. Like, he was as he's like, you know, it's one of those documentaries where you think. I mean, it's obviously it's just it's about this foot, right? But it is like it just dives deeper into like the persona of like this guy in particular. How he like he is so obsessed with becoming like a famous person. Yeah, that he'll do anything. So it's like his whole like identity is I'm the guy with the foot. Yeah, I'm the foot guy. Uh (laughs) Show feet. (laughs) Just like right here. Show feet. (laughs) I've got this foot. Come take a look at it. Give me money. Yeah. Did he make some money? He must. I mean, (laughs) they made a movie about it. Yeah. That's wild. Uh Yeah, dude. The amount of stuff that we watched Mm. back in COVID, crazy times. Yeah, I was listening to a comedian talk about, um, you may have heard this too. I think it was Shane. Um, he was talking about uh, how weird it was to think about COVID, how funny it is. If you like, just start walking the timeline like, oh, it, it uh, COVID breaks from a Chinese lab. No, 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 no. Don't. Don't, that's racist. Don't don't talk about that. Yeah. It, it came from Chinese eating a bat. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's street. somehow better. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not racist. That's yeah. the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the most racist thing. The most logical thing is not that it came from a lab, but yeah. because some guy ate a bat. Yeah. Because they hadn't been doing that before. <laughs> yeah, but they had now. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> this one guy just decides to sit down and try a bat for the first yeah, time. A penguin you, bat. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. <laughs> half penguin, penguin, half bat. <laughs> yeah. The old penguin bat. Yeah, it's just like, oh my goodness. Like, yeah, it's crazy when you start looking at just what what happened during that time. Yeah. Like, okay, well, yeah, yeah, we're past it. We're like way past it, but it still feels weird. You feel like that yeah. was a like a like a mm-hmm. um, you go around a bend and like mm-hmm. you can't see the past anymore. Mm-hmm. Like that, you know, well, that was the turning of something. This is true. I mean, it was also 
I mean, obviously it's different for everybody. I just remember because I was working at the butcher shop. Yeah. And that was, you know, what they considered uh, like a... Essential. Essential because it was a food-related yeah. thing. So, like, we, I mean, I was I was making, like, like I just, like, everybody around me is, like, having to, like, rely on the government. And here I'm just, like, getting paid in cash nonstop. Yeah. And everybody yeah. I see is handing me cash because, like, I'm loading, like, people's... Like meat oh, yeah. because they don't want to get out of the car, and like I open a door and here's a wad of cash. Like I was just, I just had like I had a gobs of cash. I had like a trunk full of cash at one point, oh just like crumpled up dollar bills. <laughs> I, just, I just more cash than I've ever seen in my life at oh, a wow. time where like people are like struggling, just like yeah, like how no are we gonna check for a month? Uh-huh. Yeah, how are we gonna provide for our families? We're gonna do this, and I'm like. Looks like I'm buying more electronics. Yeah. You know? yeah. Just absolutely oblivious to what's happening around me. Yeah. And like, like it was no different. I was staying at my dad's house. We were just like, we watched TV. Kept working, hanging out. Doing drank a little bit, played some board games, yeah. bought electronics. <laughs> that was me for like two years. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Well, it's you guys were so busy. We were too. very busy. I remember yeah. it was like, well, at one point it was like two years out before someone could butcher mm-hmm. something. Still is really. It's that far. Well, out. They are super busy. Yeah. Really. Well, is it just because there's not that many people butchering? Yeah, like what, well, what is? that was the, because of the COVID stuff. All because the, some of the bigger stuff stopped. Well, no, it wasn't because. Of, well, I mean, there was some of that to a certain degree, but because they relied so much on the bigger stuff, the smaller stuff started disappearing. So there was not super close, but there was a lot of. I guess maybe not a lot, but there was a decent amount of places that people could go. And we were either shutting down or just like quitting, you know, yeah, closing up shop and calling it good. Like it was happening all over the place. Pre COVID or right during COVID? Like in the the midst of all of it. Really? Because uh, for whatever reason, they just couldn't stay in business. Which is, and so like that just dumped even more business on us because we were staying open, which is. Still, I don't quite understand because it's like in the like in the midst of all that. Like, I'm not going to go to a grocery store because because it's a grocery store. They're going to skyrocket. That's exactly what it is. Skyrocket prices because yeah. everybody needs it. Yeah. Like that. Meanwhile, like even to like now, like the price of like you know, not to be inside baseball here, but like the price of like burger, for example. Literally, it's. My family shop is, is half as much as what you get it anywhere else. Hmm. And it was like, I don't understand where those prices make sense. Yeah, why are they? It's mm-hmm. just because they can. Yeah. Yeah, that is really interesting. Well, I, I wonder if um, part of it is like people, um, well, there's some security to when you butcher something and then it's now in your freezer mm-hmm. and they don't have to worry about going to a store where the store kind of broke down. Mm-hmm. A little bit where there was supply chain issues. Never really heard that until yeah. COVID. And so you have supply chain issues, and it's like, well, can I even get burger from the store now? I'll just go yeah. buy a cow and, and get that butchered. At least I know that's in my freezer. I don't have to worry about a thing. There was, I mean, that just, there was a lot of things that, you know, speaking of the whole, like, you know, it was somebody eating a bat, like the whole, like, nonsensicalness of it all, where, like, there was places that were, like big, uh, let's say big cattle ranches or, or big like pork producers. Yeah. Were just like killing. Well, yeah, they were just that. slaughtering their own stuff and like dumping them in ditches because 
they couldn't sell them because the bigger places were shutting down. So right. it was just like this whole like cut off of like the demand is obviously skyrocketing because people are at home. You know, like just the the access to food has like uh, dwindled, but, but like the means to get it there, just like it just didn't make any sense to me. Or it was yeah. just let's it was just like somebody slapping a hand down. I was like, okay, we're gonna go ahead and and stop that and make it impossible. So you're just like people. It was so much waste. Yeah, okay. I just remember seeing that constantly. It's just like let's just make it impossible to do the simplest things for for no. For, no, for what turns out to be no real reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, they yeah. did eat a penguin bat. Well, yeah. That's an important fact to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I learned anything from South Park, there was a penguin involved. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, have you seen the new uh, movie? Yeah. Uh, I have, is it good? The Pandaverse? Yeah. yeah it's, the it's Pandaverse? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that. It's very, it's, it's pandered. It was, is it really? It's very pandering. Yeah. yeah. Believe it or not. Did you see um, the... Uh, New comedy that came out by the Daily Wire. Um, Daily Wire is like Ben Shapiro yeah. and uh, Jordan Peterson. Mm-hmm. And all that. It's this movie called Lady Ballers. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. Lady Ballers. Lady Ballers. Oh boy. Yeah. It's a triggering comedy, mm-hmm. is what they call it. Is, it. is it triggering? I don't know. It comes out tonight, or it, it premiered about an hour ago. I saw I saw an ad for it. I was like, oh, interesting. I, don't know, I just heard a couple things. Be interesting to see because like comedies, in one way, comedies doing great, but comedies as in the film comedies mm. are doing awful. Like I've not seen a good funny comedy yet in, mm. in a while. I don't yeah. think I've seen some really funny comedy specials. And that's the thing is the. the I mean, obviously, there's a huge difference between a comedy special and, like, a comedy movie. Mm-hmm. But it was just like you said, it, it, it the Daily Wire. It's a, you know, in, in some way... conservative talk in, show. Say, in some way or another, it's uh, connected politically to something else. It's not just a comedy. Yeah. It's not just, here's this funny thing that I made. It's like, yeah. there's a meaning behind it. Yeah, it's going to push some intrinsic value uh-huh. on you. Well, it's like, it's like the big push of, like... Christian films now all of a sudden because like yeah. the Jesus movement did good so we're just going to start pushing these movies or like yeah. everybody loves the chosen so yeah. we're pushing out these movies like they're you know candy yeah just like, well I mean they did that with uh, Facing the Giants you yeah. watch that and yeah but those movies rock the Facing the Giants yeah Facing Giants that was that was a staple of my childhood <laughs> <laughs> Facing what the was Giants the other one? Courageous Courageous yeah. that was a couple different other ones a so. couple of them yeah uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I, it's tough because it's like when you get into the Christian stuff, yeah. it's like, I mean, I understand what they're doing, but then sometimes I feel like they're pandering to an audience too. Mm-hmm. Like they're just trying to mm-hmm. extract money. Like why not just make a movie that has Christian values but isn't a Christian movie? Like well, inherently a Christian movie, just like a movie. And you know, like, wow. And then you're like, whoa, that's that's a amazing movie. Yeah. You know? It just happens like to be yeah. Christian music. You know, yeah. I'm like... Yeah. I'd rather listen to really good music from a Christian artist but not know he's a Christian. Then mm. it's like, oh, wow, I'm hearing things about God in this great musical person, but it's not in the genre of. Yeah. Why yeah. do I have to go to this genre uh-huh. to get, it just feels like I can only listen to this like mm. subset good. of whatever. And that's why I feel like with Christian movies, though I do understand why they do it in some ways, but in other I mean, ways. There's an occasional gem. That's like Katy Perry, right? She mm. was a Christian artist and she got, 
semi-famous. I don't know how famous she got. But yeah. then she switched over and got even way bigger. Yeah. And it's like, so, like, it's her music that she made then. Is it still Christian music? Because she's definitely not a Christian now that I know of. I don't. I can't judge. Yeah. I don't know. Katy Perry might be a Christian. Mm-hmm. I doubt it. But um, it's when you look at fruit, you look at fruit. But yeah, it's like, so was her old stuff Christian? If she's no longer a Christian? Mm-hmm. Or let's 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 flip that around. Like, what if there's someone that just makes awful music? Let's say Eminem. Eminem has made a ton of awful awful music, ton of okay music, mm-hmm. but uh, I would say predominantly non-Christian. But yeah. he came out with a song that he remixed um, uh, Kanye West's. I mean, Kanye West is another great example, right? He mm-hmm. does this whole yeah. Jesus album. Well, if he's a Christian, then is his old stuff acceptable to listen to now because he was a Christian. You know what I mean? It's just like, why do we have to have genres? It's dumb. Let's go off on a tangent. If Jesus was a rapper and a movie producer, would his his movies be in the Christian genre or they would be outside of that? Well, that makes me wonder because, so I watched the doc, a docu series, maybe it was like a limited series about Jesus was a rapper. Go ahead, <laughs> Jesus. Well, <laughs> I answered it. I answered my question. The docu series you're watching. Well, so, so it was about um, uh, oh shoot, what are they called? There was a like a a pastor guy, mm-hmm. uh, heart, uh, something something Hillsong, Hillsong. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like the, made all the music. Yeah. And he, Christian music. Yeah, like in responsible for all or the, yeah. California one. Yeah, of the so one of the pastors, it was like a bit, his whole like stick was he's, he was like friends with a bunch of celebrities, including like Justin Bieber or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he, well, he gets, he gets caught having an affair. With a Muslim so, woman? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, what but, was that? You know, I don't know if that's Hillsong, but I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, well, so he was connected to them. So so the guy who, the, the Australian dude who started Hillsong, is directly related to that church. Oh, interesting. So the, the church is called Hillsong, and the Hillsong movement is like a separate thing, but it's connected to that church. Yeah, like a sub-ministry. Sub yeah. So, so yeah, what was to say? It's, it's the ministry part of that church. They just kind of, like, like... Music. The music is... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not separate, really. It's not, but it's its own entity. Yeah, it's its own entity. Right, yeah. I know what you're talking about, yeah. yeah. But uh, They're doing their we'll own thing More people would recognize the, the music part of it because it was so popular compared yeah. to like the actual churches, even though there's like, That's they had the like, they had it. large yeah. like mega churches in like New, like they did in like New York, big areas, New York, LA, LA and Australia, Australia and a bunch of other places. Yeah. Maybe one in Dallas. So anyway, uh, the reason I bring that up is because it makes me think is that like, I can't imagine being a person going to one of those. Like, let's say you're not a Christian. You go to that. Or to one of those sermons, have a life-changing experience, become a Christian, and then a week later, the same dude who you know Which that is, who was simply who, who who could have been a like a catalyst to making that decision for you, yeah, to to help you to, make that to push you into that decision is now like this evil person that gets kicked <laughs> out of the church and things like that. Yeah, does that mean none of it's real? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's why you don't put your faith in humans. Mm. I mean, that's where I'm at. I mean, yeah. it's there's a lot of messed up, a lot of messed up people. That at one point, I'm like, oh man, they they've mm. got a lot of good stuff, and mm. when they die, you find out, or they make mistakes. Yeah. But humans make mistakes all the time. Mm. That's what I learned when I went to a Christian college. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great. Mm. We're a bunch of Christians. I'm like, no, mm. this was the wrong decision. Um, you were talking about Hillsong. It reminded me of something I heard. 
this is probably eight years old. And it was a conversation I had eight years ago with someone who was talking about this. So it's may or may not be fact. Okay. So let me just say that I'm prefacing it there. Okay. But they were saying about, they heard that some of the, like the Hillsong music people, they were part of their ministry. They have interns who would come and do stuff. Oh yeah. And one of the things that their interns were taught or were talking about, or they heard about that the interns were doing. Mm-hmm. Where they they would go and they would lay on the grave mm. of a famous like preacher, musician, or whatever, yeah. and try to embody. <laughs> oh. Uh oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> yeah. yeah, or at least just like 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 the, and they they used the passage where um, is it Isaiah? Yeah. No, Elisha, Elijah. Yeah. Elijah goes up, he gives his cloak to Elisha and is like yeah. double portion. You can do what like I do using more. scripture to do a little necromancy. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Which I mean in yeah. scripture it definitely says do not do necromancy. Yeah. Which is wild where you're reading a Bible and it says it's a rule not to do it, which means it's doable. That's the other ooh, weird thing I, to ooh, think about. Yeah. Right, yeah, necromancy. If it, if the Bible is saying do not do necromancy, that's a, uh-huh. one of the laws. Like they're not like it, it's not like if if I believe like a lot of people just believe the Bible's full of a bunch of rules. Mm. I don't think I think there's a lot of stuff that they did that they just knew. Like oh yeah, I'm gonna separate when I do my wash. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna separate my whites and my blacks and wash. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean or whatever. Well, just like uh, the, the the whole concept of. Uh, not mixing clo- uh, the yeah fibers the fibers in your yeah. clothes, which is like even throughout my childhood, it was like a, it's such a weird thing. Yeah, there's something to it. There's something weird thing, but uh, speak that it was that parenting class. I never oh, even yeah. thought, like so. I I, I looked that what up. Do we hear about that. Well, say Aaron had brought it up. I think in one of the like the question parts of the parenting class, she's yeah. you know, like, we I've I've been known about this. Yeah, See, I, this is the first time I heard about it. Yeah. I thought that was fascinating because like. Everything has to make sense to a certain degree. I mean, there's a reason why it's there. Yeah. Like, do you want to explain that a little bit so the listeners? Well, just the um, that each like both like I said, you had like cotton and uh, yeah. The rule in the Bible is not to mix oh, blends. Yeah. Uh, Linens and yeah, wear one type of fur. Yeah. When you're wearing it, yeah. don't mix it. And then well, this is because everything has its own frequency, certain certain degrees. So these so like. These two things have like, let's say, a healthy frequency or a good frequency. Where when they're put together, it's it's a bad frequency. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's just fascinating to realize that there's something to that. And just like, because you think all your life, I'm like, uh, that's kind of a weird thing. I mean, uh, we don't technically have to follow it, so I'm not really going to put any attention to it. But like, there's a reason for it. Mm. Like, they didn't just decide, It's not like you just yeah, there's like a throw deeper it. level of info. Yeah. I think, yeah. And then you think about, or you know, I heard that mm-hmm. I'm no legit clue if this is legit or not, but the biggest pores on your body are on the bottom of your feet. And then we put socks on our feet, and those socks Stank are nylon. Up. Do you know what nylon is? No. So I was uh, hanging out with Allison, and we decided to look up what nylon is. They literally take plastic and f- like heat it up and fluff it, yeah, and fluff it so much that it turns into like a wool. Like yeah. it turns into a wool, but it's just plastic. Yeah. Like recycled plastic, right. like Sprite bottle plastics, mm-hmm. and then you're just wearing that. 
all day long, you know, and your body's absorbing it. Frequency and plastics, <laughs> you know. But um, when you buy one type of um, type of clothing, so like if you're 100% cotton or 100% linen or 100% silk or whatnot, mm-hmm. it is way uh it's more difficult to wash mm. because it, uh, there's certain things you can't do they're a little more delicate yeah. like you need to know how to mm-hmm. maintain these things um like if you have cotton 100% cotton you cannot i mean you can but it, you, you don't run it in the dryer on high heat you run on low mm-hmm. cuz high heat will make it rip a lot easier low will make it durable like stuff like that so you even like if you start to walk down that path there's so much more you gotta know it just makes your life way more complicated where if it's just nylon mixed cotton you can just throw it in and whatever you don't have to worry about it yeah this is kind of going off topic here but well, it's not technically i mean we've been off topic it's yeah, all fair good. enough but just remember, i remember the uh, first time i had to do like uh, when i was a senior in high school one of my jobs like one of my chores was i did the laundry so i Every Thursday, I grabbed everybody's laundry in these big baskets. I went to the laundromat, did all the laundry all at once. And, you know, my 17-year-old head is like, I'm not separating anything. It's yeah. all going into the biggest washer. Yeah. We're washing this all at once. I'm getting out of here in two hours quick. Yeah. No problems. And then, like, I remember doing it for the first time, like, folding clothes, not thinking anything, and getting home, and then, like, going to put on, like, a shirt to go, like, play basketball. And this is a shirt that, like, goes almost to my knees, and all of a sudden, I can see my belly. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> just shrunk all my clothes. Everything's pink. <laughs> yeah, what a mess. All mixed together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Don't let a 17-year-old do laundry for the first time without any explanation. Yeah, that you should learn. Uh-huh. <laughs> Calls the bank. This is your problem. <laughs> My son ruined all our clothes. And this is your fault. Yeah. Uh, so good. Shall we wrap it up, brother? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Oh, dude, such such good times. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me, buddy. And this is much needed. So, mm. all right, folks, you can find Phil on Twitter. Um, something diabetes. Mm. El diabeto. El diabeto. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, right. I should probably think it come with a different. Oh, I name. love it! It's so good. Yeah, <laughs> oh, look at his tweets. It's a very enjoyable thing. There's <laughs> there's times where I like I'm like ah, I just want to go, and then I'll retweet all of your tweets. You may see I like retweet bombing yeah. sometimes, like twenty yeah. retweets in a row because <laughs> they're funny, dude. Yeah. They're so funny. I appreciate yeah. that. Back in what was Phil thinking in 2021? <laughs> Not a lot. <laughs> no, it was hilarious. <laughs> Uh, sweet. Well, thanks so much, brother. We'll catch you, you guys on the next podcast. Peace. Bye. Where would it be to you?